the neat thing about mindfulness is that um, you don't have to attach any religious connotation to it sometimes because that is a constraint or a possible roadblock for you know we're all different people but you know if you have to define mindfulness it is just becoming more aware and more present with whatever we're doing uh, before i first took up you know mindfulness meditation and things of that nature one of my biggest question was uh, how will i find the time you know i'm doing so many things and all of that there's one quote that has always stuck out for me and i always shared with people is that uh, and uh, the quote goes um if you know if somebody does not have 10 minutes uh, in a busy day to meditate then they need an hour because i grew up with the idea stranger danger stranger right. danger yeah, don't right. talk to strangers yes but you know what a stranger is also a friend that you've not met yet isn't that true yes and so many things that you can do and in my experience some of the most gratifying acts are to strangers because you don't have any relation with them i'm really glad you brought up the point about strangers because we never know what people are going through we don't know everybody is going through a story that we don't know of you know and um y- you know one one thing that i also realized um is that you know having meeting strangers or meeting our fellow human beings which seems to be an anomaly in these days because we're all e friends and e connected and everything's virtual so what's real then you know so you know i think this idea of being mindful actually is a step towards being more human This is American Real. I am Roger Brooks. My guest today is Aditya Shahi. He has a background in finance and works in the investment industry. Through a series of events, you uh, were introduced to kindfulness, which is a term that means kindness and mindfulness. Aditya, welcome to the show. Thank you, Roger. Thank you for having me. It's uh, great to talk to you. Last week, I interviewed someone about mindfulness. So there seems to be a oh. theme right now. 
that's out there and more and more people are embracing it, right? And, and talking about it, which is a good thing because it seems, at least for most of my life, I don't know about yourself, coming from the investment industry, but in the business world, there's not too much talk about mindfulness. So I'm, I'm happy to have you on today talk about that and maybe get into how that might impact you and your work. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, it's, um, it's, it's something definitely that uh, even the business world is uh, starting to embrace um, because, um, you know, I don't know if you heard of uh, a hedge fund, very famous for the, you know, arguably one of the best investors in the world, Ray Dalio. Um, yes. who runs the biggest hedge fund, um, he says something very powerful. He says, if he had to attribute one factor that has contributed to his success globally, and you know, this is an investor, you need a minimum net worth of over $5 billion to work with him. Um, and uh, he works with governments and you know, different countries and of course, very wealthy people. And he single-handedly attributes mindfulness, uh, not mindfulness, but a form of meditation and mindfulness to his success. And uh, so even in the business world, you know, uh, the, uh, the idea of uh, mindfulness is uh, getting more and more embraced. Uh, so we're definitely seeing that trend. And I think uh, that's, that's really good for everybody. It really is. And I, I so much appreciate to hear that story because at that level, um, if you could hear that someone at that level brings that into his organization and him personally, then it could be done anywhere. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, one of the biggest um, questions when, especially even in my case, uh, before I first took up, you know, mindfulness, meditation and things of that nature, one of my biggest questions was, uh, how will I find the time, you know? I'm doing so many things and all of that. And, uh, you know, when you, when you start out, usually, you know, you can do five minute meditations, you know, you can do 10 minute meditations. And that's really how I started, you know, taking micro steps. And there's some amazing tools I'd love to share with you today about it. But there's one quote that has always stuck out for me. And I always shared with people is that, uh, and uh, the quote goes, um, if, you know, if somebody does not have 10 minutes uh, in a busy day to meditate, then they need an hour. <laughs> so it's kind of a witty, you know, um, quote, but uh, uh, I always find it very interesting. I love that. Yeah. No, we were actually talking before uh, we started recording that I think it's like anything. If, if you put your mind to it, no pun mm -hmm. intended then we could do anything we want. So whether it's getting up a little bit early, whether it's staying up later, whether it's taking time um, throughout your day, you know, maybe you set an alarm. There's all kinds of tactics, right, to be able to do it. But it, it has to come from the heart, right? Isn't that the most important thing? You, you have to want to do it. You can't, it can't be forced. Yeah, I think the key is like understanding like what mindfulness what can I, what what benefit it can provide for an individual, right? Um, and uh, uh, the neat thing about mindfulness is that um, you don't have to attach any religious connotation to it. Sometimes because that is a constraint or a possible roadblock for you know we're all different people. Um, 
So that's the neat thing about mindfulness is it is, it is just mindfulness is, uh, I was actually, you know, a few days ago, I was looking up the definitions of mindfulness is plenty out there. But, you know, if you have to define mindfulness, it is just becoming more aware and more present with whatever we're doing. You know, that's a simple definition of mindfulness. So it does not um, get attached with any, you know, kind of a religious condition because sometimes that becomes a roadblock. Right. And uh, as far as benefits are concerned, today there is so much science behind it. I mean, there are so many elite institutions who have programs where they're doing so much research um, within, you know, as a sub branch of psychology about the benefits of, uh, of meditation and, and mindfulness uh, out there. So, uh, you know, that's what really got me excited. You know, I, as an individual, I wanted to uh, be better in all areas of my life. And uh, that prompted me to, you know, take it up, you know, one, one step at a time. And uh, what happened with me in my, in my case was I got introduced to this uh, community, this, this uh, you know, fabulous group of people um, where the idea is to not just, of course, practice mindfulness, but also kindness and hence the term kindfulness uh so is that by the way roger have you i know you mentioned you recently spoke of mindful you spoke to somebody with mindfulness but kindfulness is that something that you've heard of before i, I have not and okay. actually my first question i wanted to ask you know is how that came together uh is that something you coined or is it something that's out there something that's out there so uh kindfulness basically um i'll share a micro story there is a um, non-traditional um, monk uh, who is actually now based out of India, but has a fascinating background, was a serial entrepreneur, ran multiple successful companies, and uh, then also took up this path and uh, practiced over 15,000 hours uh, to meditation. And, you know, you've heard of the 10,000 rule and whatnot. So over years and years of practice and basically came to the conclusion that the shortest, if you're looking for shortcuts to happiness, is performing acts of kindness. Could be, you know, very tiny, small, you know, act of kindness doesn't matter. But that is the fastest um, route to being happy. And even scientifically, it's been, there's been a lot of research that shows that when we do small acts of kindness, it lights up the same area of our brain as if something else we were to do that would make us happy ourselves, you know? Interesting. So, so can you give us some examples of small acts of kindness? Yes, that's actually something that I'm excited to talk about. Uh, so by the way, there is a app, it's called Black Lotus. Um, and um, I'm kind of, kind of taking the step back, but I'm going to get into, uh, you know, what we're talking about. So Black Lotus is, a, is basically an app. So we're, you know, we're building this community. And uh, the idea behind Black Lotus is very simple. So what Black Lotus means is Black is Black when it can absorb everything, right? So as a human being, you know, we all go through life. We have ups and downs. So we, you know, how we can embrace everything. So that's what Black means. And lotus, um, lotus is a flower, 
that grows in muddy water, but is still able to rise above it. You know, so still going through, you know, whatever life's hardships of life, ups and downs, but still being able to rise above that and living, you know, living with joy, living with happiness. Uh, so that's what, you know, it's a very neat term, Black Lotus. So there's this app, Black Lotus. It's a very unique app. Um, there's many out apps out there for meditation. Some of the most popular ones are Headspace and, you know, Calm and whatnot. But what I found interesting about this app is there is a different feature, which is called Random Acts of Kindness. And you can actually accumulate points. You know, we as human beings, we're all incentivized by Right. You know, we have that competitive yeah, form of currency, whatever it may be. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's a that's a very good way uh, to put it. And so, I'll share with you a few ones that I really like that I myself started doing. One was um, connecting with old friends. Okay. So I grew up in India. I, uh, you know, I had this great group of friends, and we uh, graduated uh, from high school in. Uh, 2006 and you know I moved to the United States and we all pursued different careers and so many of us we've not been able to be in touch and one of the act of kindness was just to reconnect with with a friend uh, who you've not spoken in a long time just giving a call that's good you know? and have you and, been have you been doing that on a regular basis yes yes I've connected with at least a few of them and my goal is we so my high school graduation was a small class we were about 24 25 of us so i would say a quarter of them i've already you know reconnected and my goal is to you know um reconnect with all of them you know one step at a time so that's been really um, um something that i've i've enjoyed uh you know what have their reactions been great to hear from you <laughs> what you've been up to you know uh, I mean, just imagine, you know, talking to somebody you've not spoken in over a decade, but you were like, you knew everything about each other for like a good few years. Sure. Um, and um, that's been very, very rewarding. Another one that's been very, something that um, mindfulness really helped me was actually, you know, we always take our loved ones for granted, you know, especially people close to us, um, at least most people, um, including myself. and. I realize the same thing. So as I speak to, you know, I have a mother um, and I have an elder brother. And every time I speak to my mother, just being more mindful about, uh, you know, how I'm conversing with her, making sure that I'm appreciating because many times we forget what our parents do for us, you know, and. It's yep. amazing you said that. I, I actually had a, an interview with a doctor, a neurosurgeon last year. Uh, Dr. Sethi. And one of the things he talked about was that in order to have complete peace within yourself and have that self-love, the most important thing is you have to make sure your core of your family is all is all in, in a good place. Yes. So he said, if it's not in a good place, get it in a good place. Mm -hmm. and if it's in a place like you just mentioned, but where I think most of us sit, where you know we, we we kind of take it for granted make sure you go that extra step to to thank you know to embrace to connect more so he says once that core is solid then everything else in your life will just 
you know, tend to fall in place a little bit better. Do you, do you agree with that? Is that? I, I completely agree. I think almost everybody would, uh, would agree with that because, you know, all of us um, have families and, um, you know, different relationships and they're not always um, perfect, right? There's always something that you have to work upon. Um, and that's where I think mindfulness has really at least helped me. I can share from my personal experience is, um, you know, appreciating, you know, people, making sure that you value relationships more. And I was, you know, I like to read many books and recently one of the books I was reading was that, um, you know, that when uh, you are being humble, you know, the, the, it was talking about the importance of humility. So humility is not about, um, you know, you, about that the other person is right and, and I am wrong. It's not about that. It's about that we value our relationships more than we value our ego, you know. Uh, and uh, mindfulness has really, you know, helped me tremendously when I'm, uh, uh, you know, living my life and I'm uh, different interactions with different people in, in my in my life. Um, one philosophy that I've uh, actually embraced is that anytime, especially when I have some sort of a conflict, um, I make sure I take a, at least a step back and revisit a crucial conversation maybe two to three days later, but not at that exact moment because I don't want to say something which I'm going to later regret because yes. once I speak it, I can never take it back. Great advice. No, that's, that's great advice. I've heard that before and I'm glad, I'm glad you reminded me of that, Aditya. Uh, so a couple things you said earlier and then I wanted to see if you could give us a couple more examples. But you did talk about awareness and being present. And both of those words, again, these are words that I hear more and more, I think because I'm more aware. But yes. for people that may not be fully aware of what awareness means, can you talk a little bit more about that? What does it truly mean to be aware? And what does it truly mean to be present? Well, I think if we think about it, uh, it's actually very simple, right? So, and a great way to think about it um, is use our own examples, you know, from our daily lives. So, for example, eating food, you know, how many of us eat food without even thinking we're eating food and without even relishing it. Most of the time we're eating food, watching television. The television is on one side and, you know, there is, um, uh, you know, maybe we're around a group of people and somebody's talking and then we're, we of course want to, you know, give our few cents and, you know, and we're eating this food and it's gone and we've not even appreciated it. Right. So, being present, it's very simple. What it means is, hey, you know, I'm eating my lunch today, my dinner today. Here's a food, uh, you know, is is some food in front of me. Um, I am grateful for it. I'm appreciated, and as I'm eating it, I'm gonna actually enjoy it. You know, um, so that's an example of of being present. You know, and uh, you know when we're, uh, you know, after a hard days of work, for most of us, when we come back home you know, and we're, uh, you know, interacting with whoever we're interacting with in our daily lives, uh, just spending some some moments with them, you know, appreciating, 
uh, and uh, just kind of calming things down, you know, and being more aware. So that's really how uh, I I see it. I mean, I'm I'm not the uh, I'm not an expert uh, by any standards, uh, uh, but that's what that's how I perceive it and uh, what I try to do in my life. Yeah, I was just going to say that's how you live your life, right? Exactly. And what about being the observer, because I think that also comes into play when we talk about being present, being aware, also being that observer where you're 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 watching and you're and you're really taking everything in. Is that part of your study of of mindfulness make you know being a better observer in life well you know the black lotus app has many meditations uh, that's a neat thing about it there's different kinds of meditations that you can do and um, i think the, based upon what i know that that is also a form of meditation that one can practice however i'm not uh, the expert in that i'm sure if um, uh, you know, the Black Lotus app, uh, uh, the chief mentor of the Black Lotus app is, as I was mentioning, is a non-traditional monk, uh, Om Swami. Uh, I'm sure he has, he's also a best-selling author of 12 books. A lot of them focus on mindfulness, different kinds of meditations um, that people can choose based upon their personality, their temperament and everything. I think that is also one of the methods of meditation out there, Excellent. which is great, which is great because, you know, um, you have uh, plenty of options in front of you and can pick which one you like. Right. Yeah. Can you give us a couple more examples of yes. kindness? Yes, I love that. Uh, so another random acts of kindness, um, let's talk about work because almost all of us find ourselves working with other fellow human beings, right? So one random act of kindness is appreciating our colleagues' work. Because many times we are working with somebody, we forget to appreciate. And I was reading, so the other neat thing about this Black Lotus app is that people share stories. I actually love this thing. I, I do this on a weekly basis. I love reading stories. So let's say, um, and I have also contributed stories. So if, let's say you have a very, some ex an experience that you want to share you can actually put your story on the app and there's many stories trending and so people the entire community can see it and you can also share it so i was reading this one actually this this week this last week that this this person um recently joined a new company and this person started to notice that there was this gentleman who's been working for almost 30 years but seems kind of little uptight, you know, seems uh, to be a little off. Uh, and so basically what she, she got curious, she wanted to learn more about it. And eventually what she found out was that this gentleman has put in 30 years uh, into this company, but felt that he was not being appreciated. And one letter of appreciation, one word of appreciation means a world to people, you know, and I've actually, um, because it was mentioned in, in the app, I've, I was able to do that at work. I found somebody who recently joined the company and that's one of the random acts of kindness you can do, especially people who are new to a company, right? They, it's a new thing, like they, they need to, they want to make friends and they want to get to know people, feel comfortable, right? And I remember when I was new, you know? Uh, so 
and I'm usually a quieter person. I don't really strike up conversations with people, but I took that extra step out to say hello to this new person, ask him or her, in this, in my case, him, about, you know, his family, what is he doing, this and that, just to, you know, um, make, him feel, make him feel comfortable. Aditya, I'm so glad you gave that example because, again, we, we, we talked off camera about LinkedIn, yeah. right, and the yes. power of LinkedIn and where it's going. And that example you just gave, I can't wait to cut that clip and put it on LinkedIn because we can make a difference just by sharing this information so people could start to practice it, right? So you just gave me information that now I want to do it in my workplace, and I will do it, and then mm -hmm. I want to give that out to others. So. Wow, I'm really glad you said that. That's, that's something that can make a tremendous difference. Can you imagine if every person thanked one person, how far that could go? Uh, Just a ripple effect, ripple effect. You know, and I'll share with you this one story um, about kindness, how kindness is so contagious. And um, I was uh, sharing this on actually, uh, we also have a Facebook group. Uh, of uh, you know kindness uh, in the internet of kindness we call it so I was sharing it with our community over there that I, re I read this in a book um, so there was this Polish artist no there was a student um, who was at Stanford you know um, and uh, wanted to um, basically was struggling to pay tuition so what he figured was he found out that there was this Polish artist, famous artist based in the U.S. and said, basically reached out, you know what, I'm going, I can organize a event for you. We'll sell tickets. And so this way he can make some profit. And basically what happened was he could not sell enough tickets and was short of money. And this, this artist, when he, found out, when he found out that the student was doing this to pay tuition, he said, hey, don't worry about the money. Keep it pay your tuition for it, you know, don't worry. And, and now what happened was this Polish um, uh, artist went on to become the prime minister of Poland, okay? <laughs> and check this out, when the World War happened and they were in crisis, they reached out to the US for aid. Immediately they got a response where they agreed to help them. And the Polish PM was, you know, just in a, just just surprised you know because this was instant they agreed and he flew all the way to us to meet the us president herbert hoover who approved that and herbert hoover told him you don't have to thank me because many years ago you had me pay my college tuition isn't that incredible wow. i love that story wow that is that's that is powerful. that's powerful. yeah again so you never know what what you're doing today don't don't do it for that reason to, to but you never know where that random act of kindness could could lead down the road. Yes, yes, exactly. And on the app, you know, there's so many different categories that you can choose. So, for example, workplace is one because we spend a lot of our time at the workplace. So many things we can do at work, at home, in our family. You know, we have families, how we can be kind to family members. Um, and number three, uh, friends. You know, um, then there is uh, charity, you know, uh, then there is strangers. This one, I, I really like this one. You know why? Because I grew up with the idea, stranger danger, stranger right. danger. Yeah, Don't right. talk to strangers. Yeah. 
Yes. But you know what? A stranger is also a friend that you've not met yet. Isn't that true? Yes. And so many things that you can do. And in my experience, some of the most gratifying acts are to strangers because you don't have any relation with them. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. And and with strangers, it could be something simple, right? Smiling, open the door. Actually, I was in the grocery store um, last night, coming out, and there was there was a woman walking in, you know, and she kind of had her head down, and and I smiled at her, and I said, "How are you today?" And she just perked right up, like you know, maybe I was the first person to even talk to her that day or, or acknowledge her. So. I, I felt that energy of yeah. that random act that she received it well. And again, that's, it's, it's contagious. It's something that I want to continue to do and I hope others continue to do. And I'm really glad you brought up the point about strangers because we never know what people are going through. We don't know. Everybody's going through a story that we don't know of, you know, and um, you know, one one thing that I also realized um, is that, you know, having meeting strangers or meeting our fellow human beings, which seems to be an anomaly in these days because we're all e-friends and e-connected and everything's virtual. So what's real then, you know? Right. So, you know, I think this idea of being mindful actually is a step towards being more human you know um and that's something that i i really enjoy uh, and i find a tremendous value um in in doing those things so i'd love to ask you you are in the finance uh, investment industry how does this play into to your work you, you gave the early example of, of of the company that only takes on assets of five billion or more. How does it play into your organization and 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 how you live your life and and run your business? Well, uh, for me, it's very simple. Um, you know, when when I'm at work, um, I'm trying to be more mindful of how I can be appreciative, how I can do random acts of kindness um, to different people, and uh, just enjoy you know, the eight, nine, 10 hours that I'm spending, it need not be something that we all kind of are just trying to just get through because a lot of us actually try to do that. How we can, if we are investing, you know, that amount of time, um, how you can um, be more kind to people because at the end of the day, it's very simple. You know, the more kind we are, the more, to others, the more we receive. And I have experienced that for myself and many others in our communities are experiencing the same. So when I'm running, you know, uh, when I'm at work or running my business, the idea is, is the same thing. Number one is it begins in mindfulness because that's really what kind of, it allows me to take a step back when there's so many things happening. Right when we we have so many things going on at the same time and trying to um, multitask and all of that. First, you taking a step back, you know, being more present, being more calm, taking a breath, and then trying to notice the good things. What can I appreciate? 
you know and if if we can do that on a daily basis we'll be happier there'll be less stress because today we i mean there is a you know a stress epidemic out there you know stress anxiety yes you know depression i mean so many things you could think about and um that's what i've learned that at the end of the day um, what the black lotus community has found that the shortest the the shortcut to pretty much all of this is doing an act of kindness it's to one small act of kindness begin there and that's what it is great well ditya this has been uh, a, a wonderful conversation you and i uh have to meet in person someday i want yeah. to make that a pledge <laughs> so i know you're in chicago so Maybe the next time I'm in Chicago, we could arrange to, to do an in-person interview and go even deeper into this discussion. But uh, before I let you go, um, how do people contact you if they want to get in touch and, and, and share in, in some of your um, you know, learnings and, and uh, ways that you might be able to help them? Yeah, so there is a, uh, the app is called the Black Lotus app. And there is a website. It's called I am Black Lotus. Um, I am Black Lotus, um, and uh, that's that's the first place that you know people can go to find out because that's the tool, right? You want a tool if you understand, you know, what mindfulness is, what kindness is, how it can benefit them. You need a tool, and Black Lotus is the app. And we also have a open Facebook group now, which is called. Um, black lotus internet of kindness uh so that's really the the best place and uh, if anybody has any questions for me specifically of course i'm happy to connect you know i'm on linkedin um aditya rajshahi you know feel free to connect with me uh but uh, i also want to take the time to thank you for having me on your show and uh, i have followed your work in the past few weeks and i'm amazed number one by the quality of of work that you produce you know i'm a big believer in quality of course quantity is also very important but quantity without quality does not really work very well uh, and uh, it's amazing the quality of work that uh, you have produced and are producing and and you know if i think about it many ways um, that's an, that's act of, that those are acts of kindness because people are benefiting from the work that you're producing. Thank you. No, I, I appreciate your kind words. And I never thought of it that way, but I guess that at the end of the day, that's, that's what I'm trying to do is provide value to people's lives. And, um, you know, just this morning I posted uh, on LinkedIn uh, a short clip. I interviewed my father and he oh. said this phrase, he says, it's nice to be nice. And and I just, I wanted to capture that because it's so true. It's, it's easy, uh, you know, to be nice. Uh, and, and it's everything we talked about today, uh, mindfulness, kindness. Why wouldn't we? What, why, why do people need to, you know, um, feel that there has to be an argument to, to settle something when, when really you could work through anything just by, by having mindful feelings of, of one another. So, again, thanks so much. Um, I will uh, uh, post this, you know, as soon as we can, and we will stay in touch. I'm so glad we connected and um, can't wait to watch you grow. And, and I can't wait to look into this app as well. We'll put all the links 
so people could reach you and, and also get the app. Definitely, I'll, I'll share that with you. But yeah, it's been a pleasure uh, and looking forward to you know connecting with you again and continuing to build our relationship. So excellent, Roger. Thank you. And uh, you know, may you have an excellent uh, rest of your weekend. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to American Real. Be sure to visit our website, AmericanReal.tv, or search for us on iTunes or YouTube for past episodes. While you're there, please rate us or leave us a review, as that helps others find our show. I am truly grateful and appreciate all of your support. If you'd like to be part of our inner circle or want one-on-one -on -one coaching, check out the American Real Learning Academy, where we have self-help groups and courses so you can build the best you. We also have a new Facebook group where you can connect with high achievers from around the world. If you want to go even further, maybe you're determined to write your own book or launch your own podcast, contact me today to see if we could help. You can reach me through Instagram or Facebook or email me directly at roger at americanreal.tv. And speaking of podcasting, our next course will be starting soon. So if you're interested in launching your own podcast, join me and podcast your passion. I'll take you through my eight-week course where I'll mentor you to build a world-class podcast. I'm only taking on a small group of people who want to share their passion through broadcasting, where I'll have you up on iTunes and YouTube within weeks so you can podcast your passion. Click on the link below for more information. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.